You're listening to the San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. This podcast is made possible through the generosity of the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Our sound engineers are Daniel Garcia and Daniel Gonzalez. Show notes can be found at guides.mysample.org. That's guides.mysanantoniopubliclibrary.org. Hi, everybody. This is JD. This is Raquel. And joining us today is artist Audrea Flores, whose art exhibit, Digging, is currently on display at the Central Library's gallery through August 29th. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, thanks for having me. So I see, um, looking in your exhibit, there's lots of what I would call archetypes. Uh, you refer to them in your uh, gallery, your exhibit opening, excuse me, as um, pre-colonial Mexican uh, symbols, I guess, such as the, the skull attached to the serpent, a woman who I take could be you, and it's a personal narrative. Do you want to expand on that? Sure. Um, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of serpent symbolism in my work. And I think initially I started really being drawn to that um, because I feel like it's a symbol for women. I think it's of it as a female symbol. And I felt um, that I saw that a lot um, in Aztec art. Obviously, um, Guatlique, she is um, an Aztec deity and she is uh, she represents earth fertility and death hmm. and she has double serpent head so that's one of the big um, right. for me one of the big um, influences and in why I think I lean towards um, serpent imagery mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. yeah one of the paintings strikes me I'm sure it is it strikes me as um, a fertility ritual um, is the symbol is it what you're kind of getting your influence from is it a snake attached to a skull or is that something you created no it's yeah it's definitely a serpent but um i think the skull is to make it something that's more um monstrous but simultaneously more easy to relate to as a human Mm -hmm. um it's clearly it looks like a human skull attached to it so it's not a literal snake it's this energy that i've developed this relationship with so i think that was the intention there okay i gotcha and the skull although now especially in our society we tend to equate it with evil or death but in the past Mm -hmm. i think it was more life and ongoing yeah and i don't shy away from that i think um i i have no problem saying it represents death um i think it's hard to appreciate life without uh recognizing that death is a part of the cycle and i think in the work that i'm showing in the gallery, um, I am focusing on cycles, and it's about healing and rebirth. But you can't have that rebirth without the death, right? So, right, right. Um, yeah, that's a that's a huge part of the work. Mm-hmm. And so then it, it can be kind of layered depending on someone's well, your meaning and the interpretation as right. to like whether you're healing, you're also kind of rebirthing yourself, and of course the whole life life sequence. Or oh, by the sure. way, is it? Sequential, the way it's, it's lined up in the gallery? Yes. Okay. Um, if you start, you enter the gallery to the left is the first number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you go around clockwise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a series of self portraits and they go through the sequence of, you know, starting with a wound, a trauma, mm-hmm. and then through the healing process and then eventually uh, the formation of. You know, a new identity as somebody who's been through something and come out of it on the other side. I did feel that very powerful presence in the very last um, portrait. I was 
it was one of my favorites, but the second one was my favorite. I just felt you could see the vulnerability. I don't know if that's what you were going for, but when I was viewing it, that's what I felt. And I really connected with it. I thought it was a very beautiful piece. I mean, they're all beautiful, but that one spoke to me more. I don't know if that was your intention, but... Yeah, definitely. The second one you're talking about? Yes, the, the blue. The blue, blue. yes, um, where it shows... Um, it is my figure. They are self-portraits, mm-hmm. but I made them... You know, I, I hid my face in them purposefully because I wanted other people to be able to see themselves in it, mm-hmm. possibly. I want to... Um, I want it to be a shared experience, you right. know. I want people to be able to relate to it. But um, yeah, it is me, and and in the painting you're talking about, um, it's actually called demise, and it um, is my body outstretched and just almost kind of lifeless. And there's a serpent uh, beneath me, right. and it's it's a there's a sadness, but I think like a tender moment or right. something happening mm-hmm. between the two uh, bodies. Right. So. Um, yeah. To me, Thank that you. looks like where they're connecting, right? Yes, okay. definitely. Where they're and, being introduced. Or... Yeah, yeah. And that was tricky, right? Because I think a lot of people um, associate serpents with evil or this darkness. And I wanted to, I mean, it's obvious that, you know, through the like postures and the, the way the body is arranged in the, in the portraits that there's like a pain or a, a discomfort. And I, I worked really hard so that it shows the audience that that's not coming from the serpent. Okay. The serpent is coming to address the trauma. So something mm-hmm. like a comfort is yes. coming to... Ah, okay. Yes. I now mm-hmm. better understand it. Mm-hmm. it. It's funny how art is subjective to who, whoever's looking at it. And I've seen it, saw vulnerability, where in fact it was more kind of a, a comfort. That's interesting. Yeah, and I saw that too by looking back by the absence of that I didn't see I usually look for kind of dark imagery mm-hmm. or whatever but I didn't sense that although yeah. given the stuff and I should say I should have said at the beginning that your your artwork hits me on a visceral level it's, it's very uh, what, I'm trying to think of a word to, intense it's it's really beautiful right. cool thank you and I know I, I do want to recognize what you said about vulnerability that is absolutely there I think especially in the first two mm-hmm. portraits I um, it's just trying to show this woman me being very hurt right. you know being very wounded the first one's called wound mm-hmm. in the series and um it's kind of an outcry right you know um so that's right on what you're seeing is you know, vulnerability i'm glad i interpreted so your media is that the correct word for mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. medium plural okay yeah. i don't speak art very well <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> very there's there's paint there's vintage linen cactus mm-hmm. lava rocks uh how why did you pick those is this i think it is looking at your art online it is you do kind of tend to use a lot of different media right yeah yeah um i think for this i, I generally do use fabric um textiles and i do use a lot of cactus and organic things in my work i'm like very into nature. I'm a nature nerd. I just love, um, and I'm a gardener. I just love plants. So that's a big part of my work. But um, for this piece, I use, for this exhibition, I used um, in the six portraits um, as the background for the pieces uh, vintage linen sheets um, that I sourced from thrift stores. Okay. Um, I wanted to build, I mean, other than 
them being really beautiful. I think they're yes, just I agree. They're really beautiful. Absolutely. I cannot I mean, even those really ugly like seventies colors, I just I'm <laughs> they smit, work smitten. so well. Yes, they worked really well. Um I think they have this sense of nostalgia mm-hmm. um that I wanted to come through. I wanted um people to feel and understand that this um interaction I was having with this serpent energy, this healing process was happening um, and that this serpent was helping me get back to this safe place. Mm-hmm. And I just think back to like my early childhood, those, you know, warm, I think, you know, of my childhood, these warm memories, these, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think playing in the backyard and sheets hanging on yes. the lines. And um, so I hope that came across. Um, and then I just used, um, you know, latex house paint for really? the paint. Yeah, um, it's cheap. You mm-hmm. can go buy samples for $3. It dries fast. It dries super fast, and the colors are just all they over popped, the place. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- um, I love, um, spent a lot of time picking out samples and stuff with my son, the seven-year-old son, and that was a lot of fun. But So that's what I used there. And then for the floor installation, um, I used mostly cactus, 300 um, prickly, wavy leaf prickly pear cactus pads um, that were harvested the weekend before because I mm-hmm. wanted them to be as fresh as possible. And then, yeah, there was like some different types of rocks like marble chips and lava rocks and um, some wheat, coffee beans, and some flowers. Mm-hmm. So, so do you have a game plan and then you go pick out the media or do you kind of, is it? Um, I knew I want I you know I normally lean towards fabric but um, I definitely had a game plan for this space um, it's a huge space it's a beautiful space and I needed to fill it up yeah I didn't want my work to shrink in there ah, you know? right. yes. no it does it definitely does um, and looking at the pieces they look like they fit just fine but you you don't really realize they're six feet wide they're really huge yes. pieces but I, I needed to make them that big to to work in the space and it's a beautiful space um so that was part of it i needed it to be big and you know money was a huge issue those vintage sheets um have, having those made joe de la cruz local artist um he is amazing and um helped me um he custom made these for me okay. um i just grabbed the sheets and got them to him and told him what my ideas were and he uh, built them for me to paint on so that was really great um but yeah cost was a huge issue so Mm -hmm. you know getting things from a thrift store or you know reused items um for really cheap that was huge but also um it goes with your theme the the rebirth the making something absolutely and like with the sheets there's this whole um I don't know they're like ghosts or something like they've had this whole other life they have their own story yes absolutely uh-huh. there's all this residual energy with them and um they're faded and soft and warm and um it's this really bizarre fascination i have with it but um yeah so that was really purposeful um that's not always my go-to but yeah. um yeah that's what i needed to do here mm-hmm. so you made this collection specifically for this space yes that's amazing i did not know that yes i mean um regina villalobos perez contacted me i don't know a year and a half ago maybe Mm -hmm. and asked me if i wanted to show in the gallery and 
I immediately said yes because I know it's a beautiful space but when I met her here I got to really look at it the space again and was just so inspired um, and overwhelmed and intimidated like <laughs> oh this is a huge space there's no like it you know just opens up right. and look the the lighting in there is amazing and so I wanted to do something powerful and I thought I have this whole room to myself I can tell my story the way I want to mm -hmm. um, I can share with people I can interact with people and but I really wanted to activate the space I really wanted to come alive and that was um, when I realized I wanted to do something on the ground because um, the gallery can be viewed from floors above right. from the second floor and is it the third or the fourth I'm not sure there's another vantage point between the yellow bars uh, like second and third definitely maybe the yeah, probably, probably fourth yeah. floor. Too, I, I think you can actually see it from up to the fifth floor. Okay, wonderful. Because mm -hmm. um, that, that was a huge motivator for me. I wanted to make work that could be in, enjoyed from up there. Mm -hmm. um, and I really liked that, you know, from the gallery, it's like looking up and the sky opens up. But when you're viewing from above and you look down, it's like you're peering into this hole or something. Mm -hmm. It's like this cave, like, I don't know, it just was really drawn to it. So I wanted to do something mm -hmm. that really made that come alive. Yeah. Yes. You did a great Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> the serpent is amazing. Uh, it's, it's perfect for not only, obviously, the area, but just they look like scale. It's just amazing. I find it fascinating i walk by and i look at it every single time oh i'm so glad i'm so glad and i don't know if you know working here that, that this has been going on but it moves every night <laughs> i did that just for raquel's look <laughs> <laughs> but it is moving i don't know if you've had a chance to um the cactus changes it mm -hmm. does cha i mean it's it's alive it's living mm -hmm. um it will be living for months but each each pad is going to respond differently to the environment yeah. so oh, wow. cool. some are curling like some are drying drying out some uh -huh. are, some are going to probably get gross and moldy and i'll come change those out that's just part of my i tend to right. my um, work that's part of working with organic things but mm -hmm. um, those are the only ones I'm going to be replacing I'm really interested to see you know how like even walking in here I could see things like lifting up mm -hmm. and curling and changing and it's just so awesome because it is this living breathing right. creature in there yeah. you know that's, that's cool are you taking pictures of every time that you come in to see yes, its yes, evolution I'm, <laughs> yeah I'm documenting its um, life that's yeah, amazing definitely. Mm -hmm. So what's your, uh, I, you said you like the space and uh, mm -hmm. the, what, what the gallery offers um, spatially, but what are your feelings on being at the library as opposed to like another art gallery per se? Uh, that was a huge part of, you know, the whole process and coming up with this. Um, I view the library as like a, this refuge in, in a couple different ways. I think physically, like it's, we're experiencing Texas summer right now, and it's this beautiful, quiet, still, cool, air-conditioned place that <laughs> everyone is welcome to. Restrooms, clean restrooms, um, water fountain. Uh, people here are very welcoming. It's just, people can just come here and, and be. Right. And, yeah, and they don't even need to necessarily be reading. I mean, obviously, we want everyone reading, but um, it, it and it's just a very peaceful place, like, physically. Mm -hmm. And I like that, but then also, like, you know mentally and even like spiritually if you want to say like people can come here and escape with the books right like right. it's there are all these like on all the shelves there's like thousands of portals to different places right. and you it's so you can escape you know mm -hmm. from that 
physically escape from the heat and the street and and then you know mentally escape right so I thought it was this really cool safe space and I felt really compelled to tell my healing story here um, do you want to talk about any influences or how your your uh, path to becoming the artist you are now was shaped? Yeah, um, my mother is a huge influence in my work. She's an artist um, and a very create just creative individual, um, um, amazing seamstress, and, and anything she does is incredible. She has her art degree, but how she just kind of um growing up we just saw her you know exploring different things from nature she really like <laughs> she's going to be embarrassed that I'm talking about this she has like a crazy collection of sticks and stones <laughs> and um she just really appreciates nature okay. mm-hmm. she really sees like the magic in every object and how these objects just even on their own are art mm-hmm. and she taught us that at a very young age how special things from the earth are mm-hmm. so um i would definitely say she's my biggest influence sweet it's a very nice story it was lovely to have you i'm fascinated with everything your art is beautiful i look forward to seeing the transformation of the serpent as well and i look forward to seeing more things and we should definitely welcome anybody to come and view it it is really really beautiful bright and colorful and just the story i think is worth seeing and the exhibit's name again is digging it's going to be here at the central library gallery through august 29th audrey thanks for coming out thank you for having me i appreciate it Thanks for listening to the San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. We hope to see you at the library soon. Hey, thanks for listening. And get connected on mysapple.org with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Flickr, Instagram, and follow Tuned In on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music.